course, Tammy. And we are actually on episode number 85. I don't know what to name this episode, so... Of course, you're listening to it right now and you know what the title of it is. But as I record it right now, I don't know what this episode will be called. But as we travel through conversations and we uh, talk about the bullshit, we shall see (laughs) what title we decide on. To start things off, I just wanted to talk about myself for a little bit. If you all don't mind, if you have a minute, um... The other day, I had to give myself flowers because I feel like us creatives do a lot and we have to appreciate the hard work that we do and give ourselves flowers because not everyone is going to or remember until we are unfortunately perished. And so I took to my Twitter and made a just a simple one pager of the team behind Tea with Tammy to give um, flowers to all of the positions that go into making this product. Program manager, producer, host, writer, editor, audio engineer, graphic designer, administrator, guest relations manager, and also I forgot to mention on the one pager, social media manager. And long story short, all of those roles go to me. Okay, (laughs) all of those roles are assigned to Tamara Johnson, a.k.a. Tammy J, a.k.a. Tammy from Tea with Tammy. And I had to just take a moment, step back and say, damn, sis, you are killing it out here. Okay. after I did that, of course, I'm sure I'm certain I received some side eyes, you know, people just hating from the sidelines because I am giving myself flowers because that can be a bit awkward because people are used to receiving, you know, affirmation elsewhere. Me, I decided to give it to myself. And now I'm at a place where I do not regret it, not one bit. Although I did get the side eyes because I'm getting real life affirmations from what I've done. Um, And what I mean by that is I got on Twitter and I saw that Lizzo's Truth Hurts song is Grammy eligible um, for 2019, 2020. And that is a 2017 song. And she wanted to take to Twitter to the timeline to address the situation to, you know, let people know that she knows the song is old and conventionally older songs or not within the year are eligible for the Academy. And it, it, it still is. And she feels that it's still deserved. She's worked hard and she's made this record last this long and recognition is now due. And I'm behind her on that. And she gave herself flowers on the Twitter timeline saying that she deserves this because of all the hard work she has put in. So I was like, damn, okay, I got another sis, you know, just bigging up herself, handing herself flowers. And then I then watched the Beats One interview with Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the creator is someone that I I find very talented, um, very creative, very, very, very intelligent. And he, he got on the interview and said to, I think it was it Zane Lowe. Yeah. Zane Lowe that was interviewing him. And he, he said that he put on his album cover that he wrote, produced and arranged 
all of that work. He put that on the cover art. Usually that goes in the credits, in the back, or in the booklet that comes with whatever you're buying that is physical. Or you have to just do your extra research and go to genius.com and, you know, see who did stuff. But he wanted to put that on the cover of his album. Sure, people gave side eyes. And you know what he says to those side eyes? That that is very surface level. Because in no way is he bragging or just throwing it in people's face that he also did everything else that went into the product. He is opening doors for himself. He is now letting others know that he can do other stuff. And that is essentially the best part about it. You know, now that I have put it out there that I am the one who graphic designs every cover art for every show. I am the one who edits and records these. I am the one who finds these guests, makes relations with them and bring them here. I am the one behind that. And so if someone ever needed my expertise or just my thought process or just my experience, in whatever those fields are, they can now do so. They can now reach out to me and use my services. And so another real life affirmation of just giving yourself flowers. And what better way to receive that advice from the flower boy himself, right? And so all of this to say, give yourself flowers and give yourself appreciation for all of that hard work that you're putting into your creative work, whatever that may be. With all that said, let's now get into the tea of the week. We are drinking Tivana Craft Ice Tea. Flavor is peach green tea um, with lemongrass and mint. It is super delicious. It is in a glass bottle. Got it at the local grocery store. I believe you can probably find it at your grocery store, but if not, Amazon has everything. So again, Tavana craft iced tea, glass bottle, peach green tea with lemongrass and mint. It's not too sweet, not too bland. It's 90 calories, no artificial flavors. It's, it's good and it contains zero juice. All tea, baby, okay? Let's get into the bullshit now. Actually, no, this isn't bullshit, but you know what I mean. Let's congratulate Mahershala Ali for being now the new Blade for the Marvel comic universe. Round of applause for Mahershala. I love Mahershala. Um, I've enjoyed almost every role he's played. Um, I probably haven't seen every role, but I think everything I've watched with him in it, I've enjoyed him as an actor in that role that he's played. He really knows how to make a role work because I watched that um, Roxanne Roxanne Netflix movie, you know, um, Roxanne Shante. Uh, he was her abuser in that movie. And although that movie was a bit... Mm, uh, sometimes you know watching it um read between those lines um he he rocked his role and so still a good watch because of him if you know what i'm saying and so long long story short congratulations mahershala i'm glad there is a new blade and um i just let me just let me throw a little salt on it just a little bit i am not thrilled with all of these remakes I, I just feel like it's just not necessary. I feel like we're losing creativity in the entertainment world by doing this. And we as consumers are just kind of ignorantly just following along and just spending the same dollar we've already spent before. Like how many times do I have to watch Spider-Man? Even though 
the newest Spider-Man, in my opinion, is the best Spider-Man. Um, I'm talking about as for the actor, um, Tom Holland, maybe? Mm, correct me if I'm wrong. But um, how many times do I have to keep seeing the same shit? How many times? Granted, I don't really remember Blade. I think I had it on VHS when I was a kid. But damn, I, I, I get the gist. I know what Blade is. Give me someone else. But I don't want to take this moment away from Mahershala. So congratulations again. And speaking of remakes, let's just get into it. Let's, let me give you this Lion King review because you know your girl had to see it. Um, I was actually celebrating a birthday. I was celebrating my stepmother's birthday and she wanted to see Lion King. Now I mentioned on the podcast many times before, well, maybe not many, a few times before, how my dad has actually passed away this year. I believe maybe five months soon. And I was like, okay, let's go see Lion King. All right. And on the way to go to see Lion King, we start to remember what Lion King is fucking about. But (laughs) besides my emotional, um, attachment to the storyline, I guess, uh, uh, having a father pass away very recently. The, mm, this new Lion King, it was okay. It was, it was okay. Let me, let me start with the positives. I loved Kid Simba. Whoever that kid actor is, I love him, put him in everything. Okay. I love his voice. I love his singing. I love his acting. He is amazing. Love him. Um, Beyonce okay I love Beyonce singing she really stole the show it really should have just been called the Lion Queen because every time Beyonce started singing it became the Beyonce movie like it just it kind of took me out of the movie when she did start singing because it's Beyonce but nonetheless amazing singing right um I love the fact that it was darker probably due to the type of animation, which I was very nervous about. Gonna keep it a thou wow. Um, I was super nervous because with this live action animation, you don't really get facial expressions because animals don't have facial expressions unless they're in cartoon form. And so with this not being a cartoon, I was scared it was gonna be very bland. It was gonna be a very, a chicken made by a white person. It was just gonna be very unseasoned. But You know, as I watched, I got used to it. The songs made it appealing. And there was a a tad bit of emotion in these animals' faces. You can't, I didn't get a full-on smile, but you can see in the eyes and as they move their mouths, certain, you know, gestures. Now, let's let's talk about the the stuff that didn't work for me. Um, Okay, I'm, I'm... I'm really, I'm, I'm taking my time with saying this because I do not want my life to end, if that makes any sense, but I'm going to comment on Beyonce. So (laughs) trigger warning (laughs) for, for the beehive, but Beyonce still can't act and it's just a damn shame. And okay, side note, with the original Lion King, did you know that Kid Simba, and I'm sure with other parts in the movie, but I know specifically for Kid Simba, there was a different actor for the acting lines and then for the singing parts. That was probably due to racism because the singing parts were sung by a black person, Jason Weaver, and he should have done the acting lines, but they wanted a white kid for the face of Kid Simba, which was that one kid from Home Improvement. Forgot his name, but he was the cute one. Um, I think they should have did that with Beyonce. 
I, th- I think they should have did that with Nala's character. I think they should have had Beyonce still sing, but they, they needed just better mm, vocal expression. Like I, it was just not for me. Nala. Nala was slacking every time the aggression or she was angry. It was kind of corny to me, but good thing Beyonce is such a great singer because it really saved it. And speaking of singing, I don't think Donald's singing was strong enough for Lion King. Donald can yes sing. We already have heard him sing multiple times. He had a, a nice jazzy R&B album. That doesn't mean he's a powerhouse or, you know, vocally amazing, okay? He can hold notes, yes. He can make songs great, yes. He can he can entertain me, yes. But that does not mean his voice is meant for everything. Um, just his natural acting voice, Donald Glover, when it was, you know, Simba as an adult in the movie, it was too soft. It was too still too innocent for me because Simba was a man now you know Simba about to be king and you talking to Scar like you a little boy okay I'm gonna need you to put your your man voice on Donald for some of these lines and even the singing it was just overpowered by Queen Beyonce like it just did not stand out and again it felt like the Lion Queen I don't know who would have done better than Donald because don't get me wrong. I love this black cast. You know, I want to keep it black, but I was, I was just throwing names out with my family on who might've been a little bit better. And even though he's slightly problematic due to how he did Janet and Prince very dirty, um, Justin Timberlake would have been, I know he has like a, a soft voice too, but I feel like he knows how to manipulate his voice a bit better with the highs and the lows. That's just me just throwing just throwing stuff out there. But overall, Lion King was okay. I don't think it's better than the original that I saw when I was like two or three years old. I don't think, I just don't think it's, it's topping what we've already seen in the past. It, it's not. And I believe if you check on Rotten Tomatoes, it is at a 55%, which is horrible. Okay. Usually when you're, once you've gotten to the seventies on Rotten Tomatoes, your movie's not that great. It's not. And if for it to be a Disney movie, oh, someone, someone's losing their job. Someone's getting fired. Beyonce voice. (laughs) But, um, let's, yeah, let's just move on because again, I don't, I don't want to be injured by the beehive. Speaking of other things in the entertainment world, before we get into a, a break, um, Stranger Things 3 is out, okay? I have not finished the new season. I'm still making my way through it, so you don't have to worry about me spoiling anything, but it's out, okay? Read all about it. Extra, extra. Um, She's Gotta Have It is now going to be canceled. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should... Okay. Let's start that over. I should not laugh at the cancellation or the downfall of anything that's black created, but this was really bad. And we talked about this a few episodes ago and it's just, we saw it coming. Come on. We saw this coming. Um, so she's got to have it. Either is going to get some new writers um, with a new platform or it's just gonna, gonna be it. And I'm not mad at this being it. If this is it, two seasons is great. Um, you know what great show has two seasons? Big Little Lies. I actually just recently started that. I am not um, caught all the way up. I, I believe the show has ended with the last episode of season two. 
Um, I'm still on season one, but as I watched more and more, it's getting more and more entertaining and more and more enticing. I will say that. And I was very hesitant to start the show because it is very white, like white, white, like blonde hair, blue eye, white, but the storyline, the acting still impeccable. So it's keeping me in tuned. And another show that has impeccable acting, Euphoria with Zendaya. Now, I'm not fully caught up on that. I think I've seen three or four episodes and they're now on either six or seven at this point. But man, Zendaya, she is just stealing multiple shows. Like she stole Disney. She's now stealing Marvel. Now here she is on HBO stealing everything. And I mean that in the best way possible because her acting, I did not see this coming. Like I know she's been playing that kind of like down to earth grungy girl with the Spider-Man thing, but this is just... So a whole nother darker level, you know, drugs, sex, abuse, like it's, it, it goes on. The list goes on. People want to compare it to Degrassi, but it is nowhere near Degrassi, even though Drake is involved behind the scenes with this, with the show. I don't know how exactly I need to actually pay attention to the credits because I see his name scroll across my screen, but I don't know what... what for exactly but shout out to drake you know he is attached to this amazing product now so i would definitely recommend to see euphoria that's on hbo so is big little lies so two good hbo shows and then stranger things is on netflix um before our break i just want to um notify everyone who is watching that the democratic debates round two is coming up july 30th and 31st and so again round two all 20 candidates they've kind of mixed the candidates around so they can debate different people this time round. And I'm just very excited to see my top contenders in my head re-go at it in a different way because again, they have mixed them up a bit. And so I encourage you all to watch, stay educated, stay informed. Even if you're not for this party, you still need to know what they're fighting for in case one of these people wins, right? And so It's all about informative people. Maybe that'll be the title. Mm, No, that's a little lame. No one's going to click on that. But um, let's take a quick break. I'm going to sip some more of my Tavana peach tea and we'll talk more bullshit. We'll be right back.
better tell a friend because I am sick of y'all not sharing these episodes okay but um I have some more bullshit to discuss per usual and man is it is it some bullshit okay let's get into the ratchet news and I'm sad that I'm running out of time already but let's get to it okay really quickly I would just like to open up the floor for discussion if you would like to comment either on twatami.com twitter IG whatevs let's open up the forum because let's talk about is there a such thing as bro code or girl code anymore it seems non-existent it seems like that has gone out the window and the reason why I say this Miss April Jones Miss April Jones is the ex to Omarion Omarion was in the group B2K or is in the group B2K I don't know if they're still a thing but they still perform now April and Omarion have two beautiful children together boy girl they were together for some some years maybe four or five I don't know many years um a good grip you know and fast forward to today April Jones is now dating and potentially pregnant by Little Fizz. Little Fizz is a band member in B2K, which makes him the bandmate to Omarion. They grew up together. They performed together. They toured together. They've been friends for many years. They've they've said that they're not the closest friends today. 
understandable. People grow up and grow apart, but is this a violation of bro code? Because if they're not friends today, but they grew up together, have spent much time together, I'm sure have mingled together when things were all good between Omarion and April, what do we call this? Is this okay? Is this a violation? I am very confused. This is murky waters because it's very similar to the Black China and Rob situation because people are claiming that it's justified because April and and Fizz, they've both gone through many traumatic situations with their ex-partners and they have bonded over the the hate that they both have for Omarion due to their different disgruntles and it's all justified. They need each other. They understand each other. Same thing with Black China and Rob. They bonded over the dislike and the hate of the Kardashians. They needed each other. They understood each other. What is this though? Because it seems super messy, super distasteful. And now we have to see B2K perform again at freaking OVO Fest. So best of luck to that performance. Best of luck to B2K because they already have so much issues. I'm just confused on if this is a violation of bro code slash girl code or any code. Is there any codes anymore? I'm confused. But side note, This all reminds me of City High. I don't know if anyone remembers City High. They had that one song. What would you do if your son was at home crying all all of it? Yes, that song. Now that group consisted of a woman, two guys. The woman was dating one guy when the group first started. When the group ended, she was pregnant by the other guy. (laughs) And, And there was a lot of serious situations between the two. It's just weird and I can't help but laugh. Like, what what are y'all doing? Are y'all that thirsty? Y'all that horny out here? But again, to play devil's advocate, you want to be with someone who understands you. And what better person than the person that you've known this whole time? Let's let's move on. (laughs) Because again, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm on the other side. I think there should still be codes. Codes should be reinforced. And if you violate those codes, you are then exiled. But that is my opinion. And I just needed to open up that floor to my sippers because I know y'all are out there with a variety of opinions. Now, I know y'all got variety of opinions on this situation as well. Let's talk about Meg the Stallion and Moneybag Yo. They out here claiming each other, y'all. They talking about they miss each other. They they kiki in on IG live every day. Like I am almost sick of them, but I love them at the same time. And here comes the little salt that I have. Sprinkle a little salt on it. Um Moneybag Yo has seven fucking kids. Let's keep it a thousand. Let's keep it all the way a thousand. Meg has no business with this man. I know you love bloods. I know you love hood niggas. I know you love them tatted. I know you do. So do I, girl. I feel you. We we right here. My nigga does not brunch, okay? Like, the niggas I fuck with, we on the same level. But girl, seven kids? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Sounds like a trap. And I'm not talking about the trap house. This is a legitimate trap and you're the mouse, okay? He is trying to get you. And please, girl, don't be number eight. Please, girl. And that's none of my business. You know, I'm over here. Who am I? Who am I to say anything? But I'ma just, I'ma just, you know, give my two cents. Meg, rethink this. Have your hot girl summer. Have your fun. But to be claiming him, hmm. 
girl. Anyways, I gotta keep it moving. We're running out of time. Okay. Really quickly, um, don't want to spend much time on this because I don't know if I have a audience for this. Please holler if you hear me, okay? If you are feeling this segment, if you're feeling this topic, please let me know because I have been searching and seeking for people to communicate with. I've been intrigued with battle rap since college. Every year we would do a big battle rap competition for big money and prizes. And I've been an individual who has judged or just been in the audience and experienced that. And it's really been intriguing to me. And so over many years and um, most recently the past couple months, I've been diving right back into battle rap. And I just want to share my opinion about a few battle rappers that I've seen. I love Shuni. I love Shuni the rapper. Um, Shuni the battle rapper. She's amazing. She gets it. I haven't seen her um, lose too many times. Um, you know, people, people choke, people forget lines here and there, but she goes hard. Um, I'm, I've, I've reached my wits end with New Jersey twerk. He started off amazing for me. I loved his, I love his voice. I still do. Um, love the aggression. Cause you know, hood niggas. All right. Okay. Meg, you still isn't it Meg? Um, but his delivery gets old real quick, especially if the bars aren't there and you're choking. Like he's the person that's going to get in your face. He's going to touch you. He's going to bark. He's going to yell. You know, he's going to do all that. He's going to scare you essentially. But if there's no depth behind all of that, it's lame to me still, you know? And I feel like New Jersey twerk has just been skating by with the delivery. Another battle rapper I would like to discuss or two um, Farrah Funeral versus Misfit. I don't know if anyone caught that battle a few weeks back, but Farrah has been out here in these streets for a minute. Misfit hasn't battled in five to six years. And so this was her resurgence to the scene of battle rap and her first battle back. She came with it. She came hard. She threw in some mom bars. And for Farrah, her mom has passed away. Supposedly, if you talk about her mom, she's done. She ends the battle. She's over. And that's essentially what happened. And I think that's very lame. I can relate to having a parent pass away. But if you're in a battle rap competition, all fair. I'm sorry. Like, I can't support someone just giving up a round or backing out because your your parent was mentioned. You're in a dog eat world right now, Farah. So Farah Funeral, unfortunately, you were late to rest when it came to that battle. And Misfit killed her for, for being gone for five to six years and then coming back and then battling someone and saying one bar and then you're you're good, you're on top again. Like shit's amazing. Um, but yeah, let me know if you are a battle rap connoisseur, uh, you know, spectator, fan like I am. We can talk. We can go back and forth. Let's make this a thing. And the last topic that I want to discuss is, uh, I wish it was in a better light because I used to love this man, but things, times have changed. Let's say that. Um, Bow Wow, Shad Moss. Shad, can you, can you come to the front of the class? Uh, we would like to 
tell you some things about yourself. So a video has surfaced of Bow Wow doing a club appearance, performing. He was singing along to his classic Like You that features Sierra. And as he was singing along, he decided to just throw in an extra comment over the microphone with tons of people listening and around, cameras out, and say, you know I had this bitch first, right? Y'all know that, right? And then he continues to sing along. And here now the internet is roasting him and dragging him as they should because what does that have to do with anything? Don't corny yourself out like Ray J with reminding us what you've had first because that doesn't matter anymore. Like, do you want a cookie? Do you get cool points? Because she she leveled up on your ass and got someone else and then someone else after that and then someone else. So I don't understand. You're you're a non-factor at this point if if you've had it first. That was a long time ago. And I know I said before in this episode, you we should give ourselves flowers, but not for corny shit like this. Be be happy you were the first to have an orphan basketball movie or be happy you're the first to have a CSI to flop quickly. I don't, I don't know what his firsts are. He should celebrate his own in his own privacy. You had, you had CSI cyber. You had that bow. I'll give you that. You had that first CSI cyber. That that's all you, that's all you, but I don't give a damn. You had Sierra first. Because Sierra, she she good now. She ain't, I'm sure you don't even cross her mind. <laughs> but when she hears her old music. And um, that's that on that, Bow Wow. I, I wish we were speaking about you in a more positive light. Because you you were the guy. You're the legend that never was, really. The legend that never was. Because... Of all the corny shit that you're attached to, for all all the bad life decisions, like you, you really did have some some great first. Pull, putting all the bullshit aside, you know, you had me out here wanting a Mickey Mouse chain, talking about little bow wow. You just don't know. Like you had me out here wide open, wanting to be your first lady, Mrs. Wow. Okay, and Erica Mena happened, and then I I don't know what happened. I don't know what was the first to happen. But Bow Wow, you are just not that nigga right now. And I feel like when you speak, you need to put extra thought into what you say because people are already prepared to roast you. People's fingers are on the keyboard, ready to drag you already because of past situations. You over here fighting women and getting aggressive on growing up hip hop. Okay, I didn't even have, I didn't even mention that. We'll talk about that in another episode. But Bow Wow, get it together. And I don't know, go away for a minute, reinvent yourself, do something. Just get off my TV and get off the microphone saying shit that we don't care about. But all right, that's all I really (laughs) have to share when it comes to the bullshit. But I do have a final special announcement for the entire month of August coming up. The Tea with Tammy podcast will be getting a host takeover there will be a different host every episode in the month of august you're gonna get fresh topics fresh music fresh voices you're gonna get it all with tea with tammy it's gonna be amazing i can't wait to display all these great hosts that are gonna fill in for me tammy 
because I will be going on a mental vacation. I know I've said multiple times during this episode that my father did pass away a few months ago. And I mentioned that for reason because I think I need to properly grieve, take some time to process that and I'll regroup and then come back fresher than ever for the fall episodes. I believe we should all focus on ourselves sometimes. You know, self-care, it starts with self. And if you're not good, nothing else will be. So for four episodes, I will have a fill-in host, different host every episode in the month of August. I might drop in here and there, might leave some clues, special messages. So still listen closely despite me not being there. We still got one more episode with me, which is the next episode, which will be the monthly check-in and then vacation starts. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, definitely leave one. Send suggestions on what topics these hosts should talk about via the Tea with Tammy site, teawithtammy.com. Follow on all social platforms, stream on all streaming services. And until next time, sip some tea.